Hi, welcome to the Pop Kids. I'm Chelsea. I'm Katrina. This is the British Pop Culture Podcast from the American Perspective, where we explore pop culture from the UK and beyond. On today's episode, we'll be discussing the 2020 VMAs. So, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? (laughs) Good, good, good. Um, so we're going to be discussing the VMAs today, just a bit of a reaction to the award show, the awards given, and just what we think with the international perspective of what happened. And yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed the show a lot. Um, I know you did too, right? Yep. Oh my God. I think it was one of the best in recent years. Yeah, this is like the first time in a while I've been like actually excited to like sit down and watch the VMAs. Um, I haven't been that excited in at least five years, probably. There's definitely was been more Latin stuff, and that's probably also a lot to do with the fact that just the population in, of the country is getting more diverse. Mm-hmm, exactly. And there's like obviously huge it's, like Latino Latinx population. Yeah, it's become more of a thing now, and I can see it keeping keep becoming a bigger and bigger thing as like the population gets more diverse and stuff, and that's like way more exciting than just like basic ass American music. And, yeah, uh, and like I think Cinco, you know, like that band Cinco, I think that's how they pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Um like like they are more interesting. They're like at least to me, I think mm-hmm. they're more interesting. You know what I mean? I think and like they're from Miami too. So like it oh, okay, is yeah. so they're Latin American. So it's like interesting to see that like latin american like influence be brought into it you know yeah yeah for sure and, like sony music and everything they they've had like the they've had like a latin um like a like um a latinx like label since like the 70s so to see them like to see that kind of still expand but also like not be in like a category just for like latin music but to be like you know on the main award, you know, um, right, on the right. Stage, it's like, oh, wait, okay, this is cool. And it also reminds me of when I was younger and stuff like Sean Paul broke and shit. And I was so, I was like, this is so different and interesting, you know? Yeah, what I mean? for sure. Oh and I think it's like the same, like, it's the same poll because it's saying, oh, wait, like the culture that's right in front of you isn't the only culture that exists. Yes, that's exactly what it is. I was just gonna say like something like that because it's like I feel like with that kind of music, like I don't know too much because I haven't really looked into it too much. But I feel like wh- it's not being as wa- like watered down, whereas a lot of like our British artists when they try to break, they have to kind of like water down their stuff. Exactly, for American exactly. audience, and I don't feel like that's happening with those artists. But I don't know too much about it for sure. Exactly. No, even like with Pitbull, because Pitbull's such a figure, especially yeah. in. Like, I know when you go into Miami, there's, like, a sign that is, like, welcome to Miami with Pitbull on it, apparently. Oh, I oh my God. I didn't see yeah, that one. Like, like, he is, like, a symbol of that city, and that's, like, such a multicultural city. And it's, like, the way that he's, like, beloved in those communities, it's, like, amazing. And it really does, like, I believe at least cross over into something that's 
more interesting and it's looking at yourself and it's looking at your community like obviously like with like the Latinx community like you know it's like it means something but even with like it's important for like I guess you know white kids to see it and say oh wait it's not just my backyard that matters you know it's right music and this culture out there and I gotta respect it I gotta like understand it I gotta like like and you know what it's okay to like this and I think that's why things like um like like this like really do matter as well and that's why like when we see that the world is getting so American-centric and like the ideas of how that's hurt things to bring in artists even though it's still under this capitalistic system even though they're still not you know the most like it's not like the most ideal system it's it's getting there and it's okay and I think sometimes it's like it's interesting and it's good for cross-cultural exchanges to happen like this it's like it's been a long time coming exactly and things were so just um american-centric and american artists were the only ones that really got the center and it was white american artists again and again and again and then even like the way that rap and hip-hop and r&b were like oh those are like the black labels like that like the ideas of you know what we need to highlight everything and everyone it's becoming more mainstream and it's like really it's interesting and it's good and I think it's the internet I really do yeah I was just I was gonna say the last few years I mean ever since like I mean there's always like the thing too like when you're a certain age and like the stuff you like is like what you really like and I feel like Mm -hmm. with like award shows and stuff like I was you know really into stuff like high school and college um, but the last few years, I really haven't been interested in, like, watching, especially, like, the VMAs, like, and this is the first time in, like, a while I've been really interested, um, obviously, mainly because of Gaga, but also, yeah, I just feel like with these Gen Z kids and the internet, it's, like, hopefully these barriers of, like, um, country restrictions and stuff have started to be, like, lifted on the internet. Um, exactly. Via the internet and, um, like, with streaming and everything, and especially with, like, newer music, because it's still, like, there's still, like, the whole thing of a lot of stuff isn't on streaming um, yet that should be, because, like, weird times of, like, when things are starting to really be released digitally and all that stuff, but, like, for the most part, anything new is pretty much being released worldwide streaming at the same time, so it's, like, it doesn't really matter what country you're in, and so, like, yeah, the, like, and even if you're not in a media needs to, like, start reflecting that right exactly and even if you're not in a country where you can get it there's so many ways to work around it everyone knows vpns everyone knows how to use a vpn these days everyone knows how to like get past a block these days you know it's like yeah especially in the last like maybe like five years or or even less exactly and especially younger and younger kids they like this is just the world to them so it's like if a kid in Croatia is gonna like the band from South Korea and they might like the band from like you know from Latin America like it's like the like those sort of like lines that things are just kind of coming together more so and it is more of like the internet is this meeting space that I think sometimes it's not given the credit for it being and especially with and especially with like media and pop culture so 
yeah, I think it's a very good thing. And I think it's finally getting reflected on things like the VMAs and like, you know, what the old traditional kind of media stuff. Exactly. And you can say, well, oh, look, but, you know, it's just BTS again. It's like, you know, Maluma is like everywhere, blah, blah, blah. But like, it really is saying, okay, well, these are the best artists we can offer. And it is the artists that are representative. So yeah, the weekend one video of the year, which is like, you know, really good, obviously. Gaga won artist. Um, oh, well, BTS but no, no, but BTS, Cinco and BTS were in best group. There was no, and yeah. Pink was there. And Monster X was there. So that's like, that's actually, that's an international, that's, and Little Mix was there too. So, and oh, Little Mix. Yeah. So look at this. It's BTS, Five Seconds of Summer, Blackpink, Chloe and Haley, Cinco, Little Mix, Monster X, Now United, The 1975, and 21 Pilots. That's one, two, three. Wait a second. Yeah, one, two, three. Two, two Latin. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and What's then, um, United? and then now United is like that, like international group. It's like this, like global pop group with like members from like like a ton of different countries, like Brazil, oh. Philippines, South Korea. Yeah. Nice. It's like this teen pop group. So, oh like, it, they really kind of went international, international, international this year. Yes, I love I that. Damn, that's like, I, I would, like, look at, like, myself in high school and college, like, seeing, like, Latin and, and, and K-pop, like, on this list, like, I don't think I would, think I would see that. I, me neither. I would not believe it. And then Blackpink won Song of the Summer with How You Like It. How You Like That. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Blackpink went song of the summer with how you like that. I also definitely think TikTok has a big part of this because like so many oh. of these songs I've only been able to know or recognize when they were playing it on the awards with, from TikTok. I honestly, I mean, it's, it, it launched careers. Like, let's yeah. just look at this right now. And I know it's like, she's controversial right now, but Doja Cat was completely mm-hmm. launched by TikTok. Megan yeah. The Stallion, who's brilliant. Oh, yeah. Uh, was absolutely like brought like like TikTok helped to push that um like push to that you know yeah the other the one thing I would like to point out though is that best K-pop and best Latin were categories um and even though they were nominated like you know the respective like people of these groups were and these artists were nominated in other categories they also had those categories i don't see a best k-pop i just see the latin one no 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 there's a best k-pop one and it was bts on exo obsession i am gonna butcher this name but goldie um oh my god monster x someone someone red velvet cycle and text nine and three quarters runaway so i'm seeing that and bts one foot on which i think a lot of people were expecting but um, even though i have to say like i've heard a lot of great things i mean i know that i know xl and i just always hear good things about red velvet and monster x yeah like that's i think that really does show something and bts one best group like overall as well yeah yeah so it's not just it's not just sorting it out anymore it's starting to like actually like melt 
be like and did one best choreography over Gaga on in Rain on Me, which you know I loved Gaga and Ariana's like choreography in Rain on Me, and they won over motivation and physical, like um Normani and Dua Lipa. Well, I'm saying like they won best choreography as you can see here, and they beat Dua Lipa and Normani, and I love those two videos mm. and Gaga Rain on Me. Yeah. So, so like BTS like really turned out there. And I just want to also point out that Sinkle won Best Quarantine Performance. Oh, and they beat nice. Gaga and John Legend and Chloe and Haley and Post yeah. Malone. Like, I mean, they beat Those are major all, like, big people, yeah. Fucking beating Gaga? Like, that's yeah. insane. So, you know what? Like, there is this um, push for internationalism, for, like, international, like, music markets. And it might be a bit directed through still through like these problematic lenses single might be you know they're from Miami but I believe it's something and it's exposing younger people who are the demographics like I'm out of the demographic now you're out yeah. of the demographic now yeah. it's <laughs> like we're just people who are really obsessed with this stuff because we love music yeah. and we love culture but um it's like, this is really, really, this is a good thing. How about BTS winning Best Pop over the Jonas Brothers, Justin Bieber, Lady Gaga, yeah. Taylor Swift, How about that? Like, go back five years and say that Gaga and Taylor and Justin were going to, and Jonas Brothers were going to lose to BTS in the year that the Jonas Brothers came back with their reunion. Yeah. That, like, that. And it was going to be like a K-pop group. So I just think there's a lot of good things going on. That's my take. Yes, there's some happy news. <laughs> and um, I know, like, even another example, because I know we love British pop music, right? And, like, that's kind of what brought us together. We love our Brit pop stuff, and we love uh, the bands that came from the Isles. Yes. Um, like, I'm not, like, the biggest fan, but, like, Lewis Capaldi best new artist and he got that nomination and I mean Doja Cat won um and you know you could say what you want to say about you know Doja because there's a lot of controversy going on with her right now but like Capaldi got that nomination and Little Mix just being there for best group like it just it really makes me happy yeah I just think that with with the Lewis Capaldi thing too it's like that was like he has he had any albums before this one? Like this is his like debut, right? Basically, I think that it's his debut. Oh, is this twenty seventeen? Wait, no, no, no. It it came out in twenty nineteen. It came out last year, but like he kind of had like a few EPs before that. He had like two EPs. Okay. Um, I'm but just, this was his first feature length album. Yeah. Okay. So, cause yeah, I'm just saying, even with like those other British artists, like they had more time before they broke America where it seems like now with the internet fully being like embraced and like young people finding their things now like it's a lot quicker of like a turnover like Little Mix is still trying to break and they've been around for like 10 years and yeah, like Ed Sheeran like he didn't break until like maybe his second album the same with like Adele like they both their first albums really weren't big over here it wasn't until their second mm -hmm. albums like Adele didn't get massive until like I want I'd say it was no. 2011 because it was right when I went into college. So it was 2011 and I was like, hey, like Adele, like 
was here at like the 930 club in DC like three years ago or maybe something like that like to a smaller audience so yeah like even even just like the all those artists had to like do like you know it was a lot longer period of time before they would be as big as they are now you know the the only person I can think of that really broke very well here, and I think it was just because she was so stunning, was Amy Winehouse. Oh, I don't even think Amy Winehouse fully broke, because people didn't know who she was when I was talking about her in high school. Really? Maybe maybe that's... Um, maybe because you're in a city. Yeah, I, think, I think that's a New York City thing, because, like, yeah. like there's a ripple effect with Amy here. Um, I feel like a lot so, of people didn't know about her in a general sense until after she died, to be honest, which is so fucked up. Exactly. And, like, there was, like, maybe like, a one-hit wonder back to black or rehab, like, one of those two songs, but it wasn't, it wasn't, like, the level of, um, obviously not the level of, like, Adele, where, like, yeah, exactly. Adele, like, kind of halted everything, and people were, like, listen to this. Yeah, and I was, like, um, I like Hometown Glory people, like, sorry. Like, mm-hmm. she literally came to Towson, like, in, like, 2008 or something in our tiny-ass studio that's in, like, this basement of our media center that's, like, this old building before they, like, redid it and, um, like, did a, like, studio session. Um, she and did then, a studio session? Wait, 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 what year was this? I think 2008, so it was WTMD, so there's, like, there was, like, the radio station with the students, which was what I was part of, but then there was also a Towson, like, local radio station, which was WTMD. TMD, I believe. So that was like when 19 was first released. Yeah. Jesus. So, like. So, in my tiny little college, which I mean, it wasn't tiny, but like, you know, it's not like not a major, major school. And um, yeah. And, and then, like, to be, you know, by the time I got in college, because that was when I was in high school when she did that. So, by the time I was in college, she was blowing up. Yeah, because it debuted at number 61 in the United States. Yeah, and now it's one of those albums, all her albums are the albums that just stay in the charts forever, regardless. It's just literally yeah. always there, which I, I think feel is like, because when she won the Grammy Award in 2009, and, like, it, like that kind of where it really took off. So it, like, was out, I think, for, like, more than a year before, like, before 19 really, really blew up. You're right. Well, because it wasn't, and then it wasn't until, like, 21 when she really started taking off, because it wasn't until the second album. Yeah. I feel like it was, like, a household name, and people would be like, oh, yeah, that song. And it was everywhere. Yes. And I could say the same thing for, like, I remember I had did this project my freshman year of high school and it was like in an English class and we were doing a poetry segment in the class and we had to bring in lyrics of songs and they um, were like examples of poetry. So I brought in Bleeding Love and people were like, whoa. Oh my. And we all had to bring in CDs of our songs and we got to listen to some of them. I think like she read them first and then we like played bits of the song and people were like, this is so weird. And that was like, fall 20 that was like my I feel like that was my very first semester of like the fall of just getting into freshman year and then that spring bleeding love got everywhere and I was like guys I told you six plus months ago oh but now that it's on the radio you like it but it was weird when I played it story of my life what was that 2011 no this is freshman year of high school this was 2007 2008 Oh my god, so, okay, so, okay, because you're just talking about Bleeding Love, right? right yeah, right. Bleeding Love, yeah. 
well, uh, like, but that's like the thing because I feel like radio so dominated those days. Yeah, and exactly. It, the time it, video and iTunes didn't really have like the effect that streaming does now so that cultural exchange wasn't really there you know what I mean yeah yeah for sure it's like part of like the whole like technology thing besides MySpace and MySpace I feel like had this very like punk emo like sort yeah of it wasn't as mainstream it was just like the alternative different types of alternative people Exactly. I didn't feel like I could get to know this stuff through there. I was on YouTube, to be honest, from the very early, early days of YouTube. Yeah, I never really was fully on MySpace. Exactly, yeah. I feel like it it was all of that, you know? Yeah. But I feel like just to tie it in, it's just like the VMAs this year, like, really reflects the age of the internet and how the internet can blur the lines in a good way not in a robin thick way um, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. i mean i mean streaming is still a major issue because artists are not paid enough for yeah. streaming yeah. there's still this reliance on touring and merchandise because of the rise of streaming where you see more people wanting to go back on tour like yeah orson had a story today where he says that he can't like he needs to go back on tour and it was taken way out of context and people thought he was saying um I need to go back on like like oh we should do full capacity venues and I'm like no he's saying that like he needs this for his livelihood so there's a lot of confusion there so all awful things about touring and the touring industry and about how streaming has kind of taken um money away from a lot of artists like profit away but at the same time the cultural exchange has been really spectacular and if we want to go into rain on me rain on me is very it, it has this european pop sentiment i feel yeah i yes, think a lot sure. of Americans are very they don't understand it you know what i mean so yeah i think they understand it enough for it to finally start winning awards but yeah there is definitely a local group of people that think it's like they're they're not used to that kind of sound and it's like this isn't a new sound really like if she she's like this album was still like obviously i love it but it's like she could have gone way more out there because she's gaga and she she experimented with some of these like house music and like different electronic subgenre sounds, but it still has to be palatable to Americans. And um, like I've seen some people review it and think like some of these songs are like, whoa, like I haven't heard stuff like this before. And I'm like, the, these sounds aren't new. She literally had that playlist on Spotify that was all the 90s house music and like Chicago and Detroit house and like the like French house and like all those different kind of sounds in there um, that she like took from and yeah aren't new to other countries audiences but are seemingly new to a lot of American audiences. It's these things that are like usually underground like labeled underground club or labeled Europop and I'm like, and it's like, oh, well, this is weird. This isn't good. This is like too happy. This is too this. And it's like, no, this is like, there's actual like this skill in this. There's like an amazing amount of production in this. This yeah. is, these are 
well, well, well produced songs. Yeah. But also there's um that Blackpink and Gaga did Sour Candy together. And right. I feel like that in itself is very, very like I mean, that really that shows you all you need to know in my opinion, you know? Yeah, but it also isn't um that song's also from a sample. Yeah. But like but no, but I'm saying like it shows the international like reach and the international audience of this. You know, no, this was great talking about the VMAs today. Um, next time, um, I hope you can join us next time. Yeah, thanks everyone for listening. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, please share this with your friends. Uh, rate us five stars and do all those fun things. Um, we also should make social media accounts. <laughs> oh God, yeah. <laughs> so you guys can follow us on there. Thanks again so much for listening to the Pop Kids podcast. We hope you enjoyed. And me and Chelsea have a lot of fun topic ideas for future episodes. So stay tuned and there'll be more to come soon.